Good morning, everyone. It's the dose, and we're back. We had a little flashback. Yeah, we did. For you guys. Uh, hopefully, you like the series of Kelly Henderson. Great listen. Go back and listen if you haven't. And this is Mark Hutchins, joined with Jeremy Clevin and Byronovich Filson behind the glass. Yeah. And back in the studios for round two with us is Mr. Bobby Lieb. Bobby Lieb. The, the one. Lieb. The, Lieb. Lieb. the one and only Bobby Lieb. Yes, indeed. And uh, yeah, we're great. We're glad to have you back. I think we were here about six months or so ago. So bring you back in. To Finally, start the in the fresh. last six months, yeah. your business has turned the corner. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And now I yeah. know what a podcast is because yeah. that was we what feared me from coming here in the first place. So we we're now a veteran. There. You are a vet now. You're a veteran. <laughs> you know, you're not scared of this. I am not scared of the, the podcast or you guys now. Yeah. So he runs two of his own podcasts. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go that far. You know better than that. <laughs> It is really good that you're to see that your business, like I said, finally has turned the corner in the last six months. All the hard work, the blood, sweat, and tears after all this time, that it's uh, it's finally coming to fruition. It all started with you guys. Yeah, I mean, well, seriously, my, yeah, I was I was I hit a doldrum. You said it, a low point, low ebb. But just being with you guys, it's amazing. How the 300 people that listen to your show have now bought all <laughs> six people. For, six people. That's, yeah. that's increased. <laughs> the 300, yeah, six consumers. It's increased now, yeah. You. <laughs> oh, you're referring to how many sales? <laughs> Every single one of our listeners bought a home from you. Yes. They, they yes. have, yes. yes. Of course, yeah. Yes. 300 a year. You're good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're ready. Uh, so, well, we were talking kind of offline. We don't really have the, the lined agenda, which I love. We get the free flow here. But we were talking about listings. Uh, the shortage thereof, but also Zillow. Right. So maybe let's talk about listings currently and, sure. and the the lack thereof and what your thought process is on that for this year coming in 2018. All right. Well, I mean, right now I'm definitely <clears throat> seeing, and if you look at the uh, Crawford report, the homes that are under 400,000, 500,000, there's definitely a shortage of it. Um, what I'm seeing in North Central, especially uh, a lot of the homes that are, have potential uh, for remodeling, those are going like hotcakes. I mean, I wish I had more of the 1930, 1940 homes for 450000 where mom and dad have passed away and the kids are selling the houses for them. There's so much potential in that. And that's, you're seeing the, the flippers now, at least in our hood, are paying more money for the houses, but they're getting more because there's a lot of potential there. Gotcha. Um, so that is pretty encouraging. <clears throat> Uh, the problem is there's only far a few of those out there. So for my business, I've always kind of established all prices. I don't c call myself a luxury agent, although I've sold already this year four homes over 900000 but I've also sold four or five homes between two and 300000 So I'll sell anything um, <laughs> I like that. You know, that works. But, <clears throat> but you, so our conversation we had um, – yeah, we were talking about Zillow. Yes. The concern I have, when, when I go on listing appointments, I teach a class once a month, and maybe you guys can come to my class in February. Yeah, we'd love to have uh, you and teach it for us, too. Why not? <laughs> yeah, there you go. February 19th, good cheap plug. Like today, workshop. <laughs> Let's do it. Yes, for the workshop. I've lost control already. Um, but, what, you know, when I go on listing appointments, I always look at Zillow, not because I believe in it, but, be, but I know my sellers have looked at it. They're looking I mean, at it, yeah. they don't have access to MLS unless they illegally, you know, have access. But they all look at, even though there's um, Street Scout, which is very good, owned by the Arizona Public. There's a lot of good sites, but everybody, the consumers know Zillow because they do a great job in, in advertising. 
So when I, I look at their prices when I go and, and I and I know in my mindset I may not believe it, which is usually that the value is going to be where Zillow has it at, but my sellers do. And the problem is I have to find a happy compromise because especially if they're, if they're going to be interviewing three or four other realtors, I know those realtors are going to go way beyond Zillow. And I have struggled doing that. So I try to find you know a, a, a happy medium where I say, look, here's where Zillow says, I know you believe in that. The concern I always have is days on market. And the sellers always say, no, not all of them, but hey, yeah, let's 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 look at it for two or three weeks, get a bunch of showings. Two months later, you go, didn't we talk about two weeks ago? You were yeah. gonna, and they forget they that. Forget well, the the because thing. their neighbors are telling mm-hmm. them, hey, you don't want to sell at this right. price. The market's going to get better, and it obviously depends on the condition of their house. But neighbors are always going to tell them that because it impacts them. So really, there's such a dichotomy of of where the fine line is. But the days on market definitely. You know, concerns me. But the other thing, as I was mentioned to you earlier, is that if you look at my zip code, A5020, you've got 30, 35 agents that are paying an incredible amount of money. And Zillow does a great job of market, but they're paying $300, $400, $500 a month to buy a zip code that probably not one of them have ever sold a house in my zip code, but it's the only zip code and they maybe that was left. So they're paying $6,000 a year. And they're competing against people like me who sell in this area that have signs. But the problem that I run into is those people sometimes, because the general public perceives them to be the experts in that zip code area, so they get calls on maybe my listing that they've never seen before, and they can muck it up, and they have before. Because sometimes I'll I'll get a, a call when that seller or that buyer actually calls me back and goes, "Look, I I talked to so and so and so." I go, "They don't live in this area." They bought that zip code, and so they actually can hurt us. I mean, I, 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 agree. I get it, and that really bothers me that because I don't have a, a spot on Zillow and I'm not stupid enough to pay the $6,000 a year for that zip code that I specialize in, have signs in, and been advertising in there for, for 25 years, sometimes the people who do buy those zip codes can actually cause harm to the agents. Yeah, no doubt about it. I love, you know, I'm kind of... One of the things I want to take back to, you know, I've been, you know, catching or pulling from this is the, you know, the, you know, kind of this psychology of sales when you're sitting down with a, with a, with a seller, you know, the amount of listings that you have, the amount of sellers that you deal with on a regular basis, you know, and kind of planting those seeds and taking them down the path that you want to go down, knowing full well, what's most likely going to happen, where it should be listed, what's going to get the activity, you know, what other seeds do you plant with the seller to kind of paint that picture ahead of time? You know, I, I try to be rational with them and say, first of all, here's what I do. Here's my volume. Uh, here's what I've sold. It helps get me in the door. That's maybe why I'm there. But I think part of it is, is being able to convince them, if we do list that number, we have to be careful. Because the first, what I always tell people, the first, you know, two or three weeks, maybe four weeks, advantage seller because a home hasn't been that long on the market. You know, 30 days or less, it's still a seller's advantage. But once it gets over that 30 days, especially in certain price ranges, there is concern that I try to relate to the seller that I know you've talked to three other people that are telling you listed $100,000 higher than I am. But trust me, once they have the real estate tours and the reality check, they're going to beat you up. And you've already cost yourself 45, 60 days. I don't always win that argument um, because it's hard when you go into – a listing appointment, say for a five hundred thousand dollar house, and you'll say, "Well, 
let's list it for 550 and two other realtors come in there and say, oh, no, Bobby's wrong. Let's list it for 650 Sometimes you can't compete with that. And, yeah, and, I, you, yeah. and, and luckily, sometimes they get those back. Or maybe after five price reductions, they get down to that deal. And then they eventually, the other agent sells it. And I was right, but they got the commission. So you got to find that fine line where the number is over reality, but hopefully to convince them enough and that they've got to trust me. This is the area I sell. If it's somewhere else, you know, like in way out, way out in Scottsdale, 120th Street, I don't even go drive that far. My car only goes past a certain address. <laughs> that, that I understand why they're not to listen to me, but... You know, sometimes you're going to win those battles and you hope you find a calm. What I try to always find is a calm denominator. Maybe their kids went to school with my kids or I know somebody they know that I've. So you, you just try to find something. I, just, I keep talking enough to yeah. I find something that hits on them that hopefully yeah, personal makes them feel comfortable. Exactly. I'm always a big believer in, in, in setting that expectation. I like telling sellers or clients that straight up, you know, again, I'm not in production like, you know, you guys at this point in the, in the, in the game. Personally. And I hope you don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stay away from yeah. my own. <laughs> I'm going to start farming 8502. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, until then, you know, and, and telling people, you know, we set the expectation just so that, you know, we're, we're up front and we're clear. And like you're right. saying, Hey, look, I can start at that price. Right. But I just want to be very clear, and, I, and again, I want to set the expectations right. of what I believe it really needs to be listed at to not just drum up activity, to to really sell. To sell it. Right. You know, because I I believe, and, you know, as listing agents, it's our duty, it's our responsibility to take the property to market. Right. Right. People, you know, they'll call you, I'm sure that you get this all the time, or I know listing agents get that, well, how many buyers do you have? Right. You know what I mean? How many buyers? Oh, I talked to Joe Blow and he's got all these buyers. <laughs> like, well, yeah. where are they? Yeah. And yeah. if yeah. I take the where, listing, where he can they? still bring his buyers and they can right. still buy the, right. buy the home if yeah, they have all the no, buyers. Yeah. My job as a listing agent is to take the property to market right. the most professionally, soundly, efficiently, um, you know, SEO heavy words on the MLS, right. professional photo. Right. I mean, I know a lot of the things that were like, you know, kind of trendy a couple of years ago, like, oh, these fancy videos and all these things. You right. know, they're not really selling homes. Right. right. But at the same time, we have drones. Still, yeah. 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 Drones yeah. is the big yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Let's sell your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> see the roof. We got to do a lifestyle <laughs> video. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing the same thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Can I tell you the last four yeah. homes that I've spent $300 on a drone <clears throat> have now gone to another agent. So now he's using my drone. He pays me half the money back for the drone that did not help sell my house. So uh, at least I get some money uh, out of it. So right, it's great. It's I think great. the real, the big thing though, is the time frames. Because first of all, how motivated are the sellers and realistic right. are the sellers? Um, it's hard when you go into, and, and, and I'm hoping I'm the only agent that they've interviewed. Sometimes I'm lucky enough I am. But when you're going against three or four other people and they're telling them way, way in outer space, the number, I'm just real concerned of days on market. To me, you want the advantage to be in your seller's corner. Well, that's, and the more it sits there in the market, I'm just saying it gets stale and people question, you know, what's wrong. And of course, the first thing the sellers are going to do is going to blame the agent. It's like, wait a minute, you listed <clears> it. <throat> you told me in two, three weeks you were going to drop the price. We had the tour. We've had showings. Whether we had open houses. We've had everything we've done. We were saying we're going to do. But nobody, well, they said, well, 500 people have read all these. They we're getting the stats they've read on my house. Those are people that got, you know, I'm not saying they're not legitimate buyers, 
but they're people that have nothing else to do on a Sunday, right. but check and see. So they go, well, 500 people, but I go, those aren't the buyers. The people that actually have visited your house are the buyers. So it's so many different yep. entities. Many, many you got to try to calm true. down. Yeah, For sure. Bobby, will you thank our sponsors, VIP Mortgage and Alliance Property Inspections? I do. I appreciate VIP and Alliance you are the man. Yeah. You are the man. They're the best. I want to do Mark's job, and we're gonna we're gonna end it there today. I want to okay. come back to you know Mark and I talk a lot about you know the highest and best use of our time, uh, the closest to the dollar activity. Mm-hmm. I want to know what the highest and best use of Bobby Leap's time is tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay. okay? And also, got it. quick guys, don't forget workshop Wednesday nine or nine o'clock orientation, ten o'clock marketing and branding, and tax time is coming. Tax savings and tips for you entrepreneurs out there, and RPR with Dane Briggs, great class. And armless is in the house. You got to show day. up because I know we yes. can't video by law or we the agreement with RPR. RPR or armless. So get right. your took us in for a workshop. Got to show day. up. He said took us. I sure did. Took That's us. a Yiddish word. <laughs> kind of. It is kind of a Yiddish word. Yes. Yeah. So. so come on. Come all guys. We'd love to see you there. See you. We'll see you tomorrow, Bobby. Thank you. <laughs>